Are you ready to be inspired? Passionate Lives podcast aims to raise awareness of mental health issues by challenging and inspiring you to live your life with passion. Now, here's your host, Tris Reddick. Okay, and uh, next up is uh, Lacey Filipich. If you just want to give her a round of applause. Thank you so much for having me and for including me in this book. I'm just thrilled. And I'll tell a little bit about my story. It's amazing how much we actually have in common, Al. I'm a chemical engineer. Yeah, um, I had my first experience of entrepreneurial life when I was 10. And I wanted to get a hair wrap in my hair, the cotton that goes around your hair, and I discovered it was a dollar per inch, and I thought, that's ridiculous, I've seen them do that, I can do better. And um, I ended up with five of my friends that I had trained, and we ran a stall, and everybody came and, and did hair wraps. That was my first taste of it, and I didn't really think too much about being an entrepreneur, because I was always really good at maths and problem solving, and I think now that I am, I guess what you would call an entrepreneur, uh, there's so much in common with engineers and entrepreneurs because we love solving problems. That's really what we do. <laughs> so it's no surprise really that I ended up loving engineering. I was quite lucky. I chose chemical engineering after graduating from uh, university, uh, went to mining, uh, came over to WA. I'm from Brisbane originally. So ended up in Kalgoorlie, 21 years old, never been in a strip club, all of a sudden in skimpy bars and having to deal with 40 blokes on the night shift that have never had a woman on their crew before. It was really interesting times. <laughs> Very character building. Um, and it was my first time really, I, I moved out of home when I was 19 when I bought my first home. But um, I had never really lived away from my parents. So, you know, that kind of experience too was very formative. Uh, and I loved it. I really loved engineering and mining and I had a great time. But as I mentioned, I'd started buying property when I was 19 and I kept going, you know, with a mining wage, it was very easy. And I came out at the beginning of the boom. I was really lucky with my timing. Um, 2004 is when I started work. And so I got promoted very quickly and, and invested a lot. And I loved my work and I was on a track to become um, a VP. They told me you'll be a VP in the next five years and we're moving you from here to there. I went from, you know, engineering to business improvement to HR, which was where I was in, in my last role as a corporate person and as a superintendent. And I had a, an extraordinary 18 months that was my turning point. And in that 18 months, so I got the promotion, which was awesome. My sister committed suicide, which was horrible. She was um, 24 years old. She'd been suffering with depression for six years and just just couldn't get it. And I, you know, you, you probably have had this kind of feeling before because our families are all affected by this. And that's why I'm so thrilled to see what you're doing with the mental health first aid truce it's such a big and a needed thing <laughs> it's awesome so she um she died which is very sad um and she's my little sister too so you know it's one of those it's a horrible feeling not being able to protect your own i also worked really hard i just that's my inclination i was working very hard and i worked so hard that i made myself really sick i didn't have a break for 18 months and um, i was doing change management work which is really high intensity lots of personality required and you've got to influence people that you have no authority over all the way from you know the presidents all the way down to the shop floor and the guys on the shop floor are often the harder sell so <laughs> and I ended up really sick I was sick for I was bedridden for five weeks I, it turned out I had a virus and it probably was mumps because I've lost half the hearing in my ear as a result it's asymmetric but at the time they just told me it was a sinus infection so I kept trying to go back to work and at that point I was going this is ridiculous why do we do this why do we push ourselves so hard so 
my partner at the time, we met in Kalgoorlie. Uh, he was five years old, a very experienced engineer. <laughs> so my poor children have got two engineer parents. <laughs> uh, but, oh, well, they'll cope. <laughs> we decided to take three months off and go travelling so I could recover and actually to enjoy a bit of life. He had done a lot of travelling, whereas I'd only ever holidayed. So we took three months off and went to South America and backpacked, and it was eye-opening. I was fascinated by other cultures and other languages and seeing how other people lived and so I had that realization of what the hell am I doing with my life why would I want to be chained to a desk so I came back and quit my job uh, with nothing to go to and I had what we would I now call a mini retirement I had five months off and I wrote a book and I did some other fun stuff and then I went and uh, I was headhunted for consulting because I have a very specific set of skills and so I started working six months of the year I would work winter and I'd have six months off so for three years, I would work winter, have summer off. I'd go live in Margaret River and it was wonderful. And I still got to do the stuff I was passionate about with engineering and problem solving. And I flew you know, all over the Australia and the world doing this kind of uh, job. It was great. They actually put me up in America for six months and my husband had a big break too. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, um, you know, that, that life's too short to be just on the corporate ladder for so long. And so I decided that's what I wanted to do with my life, have this period. And then, of course, we decided to have a family. And all of a sudden, you know, you know moving every six months becomes a bit more complicated. <laughs> so four years ago, nearly, I had my daughter, Zoe, and now I have a son, Owen, as well. So all during that time, making that money, paying off all my debt, buying more shares and stuff, I suddenly found in my late 20s that I was getting a passive income, which is great. And it was because my mum, who actually had no money when we were growing up because she was a single parent, she started investing in her late 40s but taught me at the same time. And because she taught me so well, I'm now reaping the benefits of that. And it's that advantage of compounding over time. The earlier you start, you know, you don't have to actually get things really right. <laughs> you can make lots of mistakes if you start early. And I certainly did, but it's paid off, the, the learnings that I've had. So I was thinking about why we don't teach kids this stuff. And I learned about it from my mum, who was learning at the same time as teaching me. And after a lot of thinking, I decided really it's got to come from parents rather than schools. And the reason for that is there's so much ethics and morals around money. There's actually only two rules, save and buy assets. That's it. <laughs> Everything else is negotiable. Um, and so schools aren't really a good place to teach that kind of stuff because there aren't a lot of absolute yeses and nos and rights and you can't test it very easily. So began working on teaching how uh, teaching parents how to teach their kids about money and that's where I've ended up with money school so now I teach parents I did it face to face for a while and now I have an online course and uh, one of the wonderful things that's come out of it is all these little kidpreneurs have popped up recently so they've all said oh yeah I want more money mum and mum's gone better find out how to get it just like the football experience you were sharing before Al and uh, you know my experience with the hair apps going I'm not paying a dollar an inch that's ridiculous and all of a sudden they're selling lip balms and they're writing affirmation cards and they're selling plants and it's really satisfying so that's a new development which I'm really excited about and uh, it helps me get up in the morning excited about life and so far it's working around my kids which is nice as well but I'm sure that's all going to change as it does change in a drop of a <laughs> doesn't it with children <laughs> uh, so that's about me so thank you very much for including me in this stress I'm just so impressed with what you're doing I think it's such a needed thing particularly all the mental health stuff and it's so wonderful to have these stories as a reference to help inspire other people I just it's absolutely wonderful so thank you again for including me thank you. 
You have been listening to the Passionate Lives Podcast with Tris Reddick. For more information on what we do, check out our website at passionatelives.com.au or send us an email to admin at passionatelives.com.au.